0: Okay, quiet on the set, everybody. Stand by. Roll camera. Speed. Roll sound. Speed. Market. And cute talent. Hello and welcome. This week in production, I'm on a rant. I try not to rant too often because it's very easy to do and I don't always find it interesting to listen to myself, but this this one job really takes the cake for me in terms of utter bullshit. This is a job for my big corporate client. It's a one-time-a-year job. It started last year with the discussion of doing a studio shoot and an edit for a stylized internal promotional piece for this client of my client so the my client the big corporation that i work for is acting like the agency and their client who's also a big corporate entity is producing an internal marketing piece the original conversation last year was about shooting in a studio and then doing some stylized graphics and making it dynamic and interesting and blah, blah, blah. And they had a good budget. And then, of course, COVID hit. And that turned into, let's figure out a way that we can shoot the, the CIO, who was the star of the video, a very dynamic personality, big name in the company, And he wanted to be on camera for this. And they said, well, let's figure out a way that we can do this shoot remotely, which was a bit of a challenge. But again, they had budget, they were very motivated to make this go smoothly. So I got to, you know, do some creative brainstorming and come up with a way to do a live recording, but also produce it remotely and have a teleprompter and all these things. So it got creative and yet it was it was a little complex, a lot of graphics and you know adhering to their brand guidelines and all this stuff, but it it went off fairly well. The corporate handler, my handler on this job works for the for my client. And she is a bit of a taskmaster, very on point, very good about following through on details, but will be relentless in getting tasks done. So if you've never worked for a a person like that, it can be challenging when you're trying to get things done and they're constantly asking you for uh, updates and uh, status reports and things like that when you really don't have an exact uh, time, date, place or status to give them. So that's, that's something that I knew about going in, but we got the job done. They seem very happy. My handler was very appreciative last year. And they gave me a save the date for 2021, with a bigger budget and the idea of again, doing this in person. So fast forward about six months, and we're starting to talk about doing the job and when it would be and how we were going to do it. And then, um, because my back half of the year has been very uh, heavily booked with these corporate golf jobs for the same client that I do, um, it was going to get a little dicey about finding the time to do this particular job. But again, I was already committed and I, I knew I could find a way to do it but in the meantime of this discussion and the the covid and all of the corporate travel that i was doing for for these other golf jobs the ceo at this company left so the main star of the video was no longer with the firm and that should have been a little bit of a red flag for me because it was close to when we were supposed to start shooting, even though we hadn't nailed down a date, and maybe because they knew he was leaving it. They got back to me finally and said, listen, you know, this is the plan. The guy has left the company. Um, We're going to do something different. We want your opinion on it. We want a process and your thoughts. And the idea was to have a script that... Multiple people would read, and we, we discussed maybe doing it live streaming with directing and coaching. They had about 25 people that they wanted to participate, and they were all over the world. And because of the tighter deadline to produce this, it was about 60 days for this particular project this year, where last year I had about three months to do the job. I just felt like it wasn't going to be feasible for me to live direct all these people in uh, all of these different time zones around the world. So I my said I said my recommendation would be to have everyone record the script on their phones, and these are the um, I'll design a set of documents about how to do this and the best practices using software with teleprompter and recording and how to upload them in it. You know, it was all fine and dandy, except uh, after I produced the documents and we set a date for the uh, deliverables, things started to fall apart. They didn't know how to send files to me using my uh, service, which is uh, called Massive, massive Massive.io, great Service for sending large files, Um, they just didn't know how to do it, and some of them it turned out uh, couldn't download the software that I recommended on their devices, so things started to get a little squirrely, but again. I'm already traveling and not around and I'm not able to jump on feedback and they want me to get on Microsoft teams and answer questions and things that not were not really discussed in the initial uh, plans for this particular job. So things started going south. People started recording on their laptops. One person did it on Zoom. you know, things that I was trying to avoid in having to deal with, poor resolution poor quality people were using the software but not looking in the camera they were using the teleprompter on a different screen I mean it was it was as you can imagine your typical nightmare now I'm very good at understanding the the purposes of the job I try not to get all all, you know if you will artsy uh artsy about it or you know trying to make it something more than it's not I get it it's a corporate piece I try not to make these things more than they're intended to be so they weren't going to be concerned about the quality why should I so I started reviewing this footage and you know it was it was bad some of it was really really bad but hey they're paying me and that's fine I start to put it together and one thing that I should have done in hindsight, right? Hindsight's always twenty-twenty. I should have recorded the script as a sample timing and had them perhaps try to duplicate my pacing. The idea was that we would put together a Brady Bunch style mosaic, 25 boxes on the screen, and have the people saying certain lines all in unison. Of course, the problem is no one read the script at the same timing at all. That got really, really challenging. I started having to uh, re-time shots. Um, You know, trying to build a mosaic, you know, 25 boxes of video, have it play in real time so you can hear timing um, in Final Cut was very challenging. I actually underestimated how poorly the performance would be. And this is on my, you know, 2019 Mac Pro that's fairly loaded on a fast disc. So um, that was a bit of a surprise to me. That got challenging. I wound up actually just using a sub sample of the voices and then adding some chorus effects because they really didn't know the difference. And I tried to get the video close by using retiming and, you know, built out this pretty elaborate cut with similar music and similar graphics to what they liked last year and fit it into the delivery schedule, especially for the first round of approvals around all of the travel and, and shooting that I've been doing. It was very challenging to, to begin with. But I got it done, sent the cut. And everything seemed rosy. Everyone was happy with it. And it seemed like it was heading towards a quick and easy uh, proposal. And And at this point, I was like, wow, this is even going to come in under budget, because we didn't actually have to shoot anything. And they're going to be very happy with the whole bit. And then Things really started going downhill. They wanted some changes made to um, some of the edits that I that I did, especially with the multi boxes and the positioning of people. And of course, that gets really tricky when you they want certain people in certain boxes. And the way I did it was I built a template for a five across video. So that I basically designed a one row, five across template, and I duplicated it five times. And then I could go in and I could do drag and drop on the drop zones and place the video and it would scale automatically, it would be the right size. And then I, I would just have to shuffle people around. And, and again, just time consuming. I made the changes based on their feedback and I sent it back and I, I submitted this, let's just say this was on a Wednesday. And in the previous um, responses, the feedback was very quick. Minutes, maybe an hour, I'd get answers to questions. Submit this on a Wednesday morning. I don't hear anything back. Okay. Thursday morning, don't hear anything back. Surprising, very surprising. Surprising. I'm a little concerned because I'm leaving Saturday for a job and I'm going to be gone for four days and I'm, I'm not able to work on this uh, remotely. It's just there's not any time in my schedule and it's not going to be easy to do on a laptop. So I send an email out on um, Thursday night saying just to my handler, I say, hey, I'm going to be out of the office on a job previously scheduled. Just so you know, I won't be able to make any change unless you give me feedback Friday morning. I won't be able to make any changes until Wednesday. Well, this did not sit well with my handler. Um, they did not send me any changes. They just sent an email and CC'd a whole bunch of people that I don't know in the uh, in my client's organization and said, um, you know, something to the effect that um, this is a very important client, we have to make these deadlines, blah, 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 blah. And I was a little surprised because I felt like, hey, I did my piece in delivering you a revised cut, you took two, three days to get feedback to me, I wasn't available to make changes. That's, you know, not on me. And then as I'm making said changes the following week, I guess, which didn't happen fast enough, I get this invitation to a Microsoft Teams call with a whole bunch of people that I don't know who are not directly involved in this project as far as I know. I'm like, well, this is going to be a waste of time, but okay. And we get on this call and the, the main partner who handles this particular client the end recipient of said video, um, he starts giving a um, cautionary tone about how everyone needs to rise to the top. I don't know this this guy. He doesn't know me. probably doesn't even know what I do. And he's not singling me out because I don't even know half the people on this call. But he's basically saying indirectly, you know, Focus your attentions on this client so we can get the deadline met. And I was like, this is wow, making me pretty upset because it's a a horse message. And it's a waste of time for me to even be on this because I understand the deadlines and the delays were not all on me. So, um, okay, great. Rah, rah, go team. Let's get this done. Did a lot for my morale. So... Then another couple of days goes by. I do not hear any more feedback again. It's a weekend and I'm traveling for another shoot and we are dangerously close to the deadline. And I sent another message to my handler and I said, you know, here's my schedule for the next seven days. So let's, you know, work together on this. And she said, okay, okay. Um, send me all the changes directly. Don't include the, uh, the client, the end client in the, in the uh, review process. Cause it'll be quicker for me to make, um, comments and I'll get it close and then we'll send it to them for the final approval. And of course that did not go well because again, multiple days went by without feedback. Okay. So now it is the day before the deadline. I am out of the office and the client is now emailing me directly about uh, more changes that they want to make. Okay, make these final, final batch of changes. Send them off thinking, okay, we've made the deadline and still everyone's happy. And we're still going to come in under budget, which I guess is no one's concern, but but mine perhaps. And uh, okay, they're like, great, we're going to send this off to corporate comms for approval. Okay. I'm expecting to deliver a final file and then head off to my next travel job, which is the next day. The client comes back about two hours later and says, corporate comms has red flagged the video because it's off brand and the tone of the video is um, not acceptable. It was, I guess, a little too maybe sinister. And that's what they had given me the direction for. That was the video that we did last year. It was like a little sinister and dangerous. And be careful about clicking on malware links, that sort of thing. But this is literally the 11th hour. And now they're giving me uh, a request to not start over, but really revamp this whole video. I'm like okay, let's make this quick, because I have, you know, 24 hours to make all these changes. So the some of the things that came back aside from the tone, the music, things like that, were the, um, the lower thirds were not as they had uh, liked, perhaps, I mean, I used their typography guidelines, their style guides, but they they wanted it in a very specific format, which they hadn't shared with me in the past. So they send me an After Effects template, the client, the end client. And it's got a little build and an animation. And I can use After Effects, but it's certainly faster for me to use Apple Motion since it ties into Final Cut. And I built all the titles in Motion, and they're in there. And if I could use it as a motion template I could just replace and not have to retype all of the titles. But they're like, well, this is the template, this is what we want, okay. So I basically decide that I'm going to render out each of these animations as a video file with an alpha channel right from After Effects because that's the least amount of work, the least amount of time and used exactly what they had sent, a match to fonts, size, everything is set because that's their template. He also gives me some guidance, the, um, the media handler at the client, so the, the second handler, but the one that's the project is for. Um, they send me some other notes about graphic size and URL size. They want to put a URL in the video like a lower third URL, but it's not a vanity URL like mycompany.com/join slash or something like that. It is a you know forty-eight character .dot asx you know slash blah 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 convoluted URL like like no one's going to be able to read this. No one's going to write it down. It is not executable in the video. Just put it in the description below the video like normal people would do. But no, Corporate Comms wants it on the screen. Holy crow, that's that's a bad, bad uh, decision. But he gives me some guidance about how big to make it and matching this and that. So I make all of these changes that he provided, including the lower thirds on the template as quick as I can, send them back and um, I say uh, I I have some uh, things to take care of in prepping for my shoot. I'm going to be gone for four hours. Please let me know so that when I get back at two o'clock, I can make the rest of these changes and finish it up. And um, I go do my my loading and uh, equipment check. I come back. And there's like four or five emails that are basically stating, the lower thirds are wrong, the titles are wrong, this and that. And I'm like, well, you gave me the template. You know, you gave me the guidance on the size of the URL. So they want to now change all of that again. I am like, what? WTF, right? Like, really? Come on. Now, you know, this is like, they want the video, they wanted the video done by noon. Of course, that wasn't going to happen because I was not available to finish since they had more changes. Now it's like four o'clock and I remake all the titles again, based on this new visual guidance. This time I do it in Photoshop and I'm doing it in a uh, variable data, meaning I am taking their... Excel spreadsheet with the people's names, and the titles and their locations. And I'm formatting it into a Photoshop graphic. And I'm basically doing like a data merge. And and it's pretty cool. And if you've never done it, it's it's a great way to do repetitive tasks with uh, variable data. But I didn't want to make any mistakes in typing on my end. I am a notoriously poor typer and I do make a lot of typos so I didn't want to take any chances so I, I go through the extra effort to build out this template and then load in all their data, put it back in the video, redo all the pieces that needed to be redone. I submit it again. It's like 430. They want it, you know, by close of business, which is five o'clock. They come back and say the lower thirds are wrong. I say You provided them to me. We need to change them. Okay, send me the right data. We apologize. Okay, great, but you're making my life a living hell. And after all of this rigmarole, after all of this hassle, (laughs) finally, finally get the right data, get the things submitted literally at like 5.01 p.m., get it done and you know there's a lot of apologies being thrown around but it it was abusive it was abusive and it will make me rethink just saying yes to this uh, next time so that's my little rant I apologize if it's uh, not that interesting but I needed to get it off my chest and that's half of the reason I do this podcast So thank you for listening. If you have a story to share about your own project from hell, feel free to call the TWIP hotline or to send me an email. I'd love to hear your story. Perhaps we can use it on an upcoming podcast. Do you have something to say? Drop me an email at thisweekinproduction at gmail.com. Or even better, call our new TWIP voice mailbox and leave us a message 601-564-TWIP that's 601-564-8947 also a reminder that this week in production is available on all major podcast platforms including Spotify iTunes and Google Play so please subscribe to get every episode lastly if you like what you hear would you mind giving me a rating or a review I'd appreciate that Okay, that's a wrap on this week in production. Thanks for listening.